Hello, everyone, and welcome to the What the Sheep podcast, where Alana and myself will be discussing and breaking down Critical Role Camping 3 Episode 9. Boy, oh boy, did this first episode of the new year deliver. There was, this episode was chock full of just so much chaos, so much lore, names, hilarity, drama. I, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. They zigzagged around the city so much. Oh yeah. It was so good. Mm -hmm. So much stuff happened. This was (laughs) too much, almost too much. Uh, I feel bad for Lodestros at this point because I feel like oh they visit him at least five times a day now at this yeah. point. Uh, but that's the nature of it. But before we get into the deep uh, lore and the the meat of this episode, we got to start from the beginning. We got to work our way up to that to the main course. Um, so let's 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 bring it back. Let's bring it back to the very beginning, the cliffhanger that we left off on. <laughs> Fern. I forgot. I forgot the two, about the cliffhanger. The three guards, actually. Yeah. I, I was, forgot uh, about the cliffhanger. I forgot until Matt was describing like the recap. I was like, oh shit, yeah, that's mm-hmm. Fern is yep. trapped with the guards and she had a plan and she was ready to go. And she's wonderful. We're so lucky to have Ashley back at the table full time. It's so good. And 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 Fern is such a completely different character from Yasha, because Yasha was obviously yeah. very reserved. Not too much into the talking, but Fern is very chaotic, outgoing. Just, yeah, just says what she feels. Says what she feels. It's it's great. It's great. Yeah. Um. So I I was theorizing what we you know we were theorizing what her plan could be. That's ultimately what it was. You know, she was going to try to lie and charm her way out of it with charm. Yeah. Person, but some complications made it a bit rough, but you know, eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Charm person is just such a funny spell, because it was such a it was such an instant 180 from like all yeah. right we're gonna we're gonna arrest you in this interrogation to uh no you know just to take off the shackles man like let's it, just, we're chilling like we're chilling it's gonna be fun like for any DM but especially for Matt as an actor to like play this kind of hard and rigid guard character mm-hmm. who is very suspicious and very you know disbelieving and. Um, in control of the situation to then flip it and still be the same character but be very much you know welcoming and friendly yeah. and you know mm-hmm. like oh happy to see you sort of thing um yeah I, I love i love charm person because you just get to see essentially the character at their best they, they're yeah. friendly and amiable and yeah it's lovely but i um i particularly loved how she's saying like oh the, the direwolves there's direwolves oh, yeah. attacking <laughs> and they're just like what because yeah. as we later learned, there yeah. weren't any dire wars. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're just like, right, yep. cool. Um, yeah. So it's like probably the worst thing she could have lied about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's that's the irony of the situation, What's what makes it so hilarious. Because then we did learn that Gurge was actually this dire wolf. How he's seemingly able to change into a wolf-like beast. Maybe uh, there was some kind of word little, for this. A little... <laughs> A little that's a little suspicious if you ask me but okay at this point at this point uh with the information we were given he could just be a druid he'd be a druid, be a druid. and he was able to, sh- to shape change you know or a you know, wild shape into a dire wolf could be, yeah. could be. um but then what was funny is once the charm person was established the rest of the party trying to bust down the door 
to break in because the last thing Imogen oh heard from Fern God. was, I think they are going to kill me. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's it's impossible that they have this much trouble with doors. Like it's it's they, insane actually. It transcends campaigns. It this might be one of the worst ones they've had. Like they they and to the point where even their efforts were then making it harder to get in. Mm -hmm. Like cuz I think it was uh, Orem's like, I'm going to try and, you know, cut through the hinges. He's like, it would have worked if they hadn't already been smashed by, like, <laughs> by Ashton. It was just making it oh. worse. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, the... <laughs> I, do, I do love uh, that we do get this connection with Imogen and that she can kind of keep in touch with mm -hmm. people because even though she has, like, a one-on-one -on -one telepathic connection, the people still give her nothing. So it's like, yeah, yep. she's like with Fern, like, what can we do to help? She's like, oh, I'm probably going to be killed now, yep. and that's it. Like, that's <laughs> the last thing she hears. Um, and it's just like, for, for a character like Imogen, who we assume has, like, a, a bit of anxiety and a bit mm -hmm. of nervousness, mm -hmm. it's just, like, perfect. Perfect to add that onto her anxiety. And yeah, just, just throw it on. Like, just throw some more on there, yeah. more trauma. Pack it on, um, pack it on. Then what was hilarious, because now that we established there were no, like, dire wolves roaming yeah. free, running rampant around Drusar, when yeah. the rest of the party eventually did, like, break in, um, mm. Fern brought up the dire wolf thing again, where she was like, did yeah. you take care of the dire wolves? Like, did you, did you yeah. get them? But it's like, wait, but there were, yeah. <laughs> there were no dire wolves. That was yeah. a, I think I think she even caught herself after she or yeah. one of the guards like, oh, had nice. said something. <laughs> um, but the most the, the most important thing that we got from this was uh, a name, Artana Vo, mm. the name of the bounty hunter who was hired by another individual who we later learned uh, the name of uh, to retrieve mm. Gurge and bring them back to wherever that is, wherever that is. Um, yeah. So Artana Vo. Big, a cool name by the way yeah and it made me i mean i know that you can reuse names and everything but vo being like the island of vo was a bit of i don't know it's probably it's probably not a callback but i remember there was mm. you know a bounty hunter on the island of vo she was a furbolg i'm fairly certain artana's half elf or half orc H half elf half orc yeah so yeah so you know Probably not related oh, to the I, island, not. but it's just a cool name. But still, but it's like that. Would, hey, that wouldn't be the first potential connection from a previous campaign. Uh, yeah. No. Maybe, maybe the furball bounty hunter from the island went on to create a Vo bounty hunting community. True. True. And like Vo is like the, the clan name. Like um, yes. Like the Mandalorians. Um, yeah. On a Vo. Sure. He's a Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. uh, I've been watching too much of the book of Boba Fett. Um, <laughs> uh, so eventually, uh, they're able to, you know, leave this situation surprisingly without any issues. You know, that charm person really coming in clutch. Uh, but they do have a lead now, uh, following yes. the name of Artana Vo. Uh, <laughs> and was they went back to Esteros at this point? <laughs> Was yes, this was this was the yeah. first time that they go back to Esteros this episode. Uh, I think they went to him twice. Twice, so. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this is the first time. This was the, yeah, and this um, was the first time since they had dealt with the Mimic Wall and been to the theater. Yes. And yes. yeah, all that sort of stuff. And so, yeah, and so once they, they hit up their old buddy, Lord Esteros, again, 
giving them the rundown, the 411 of the stuff that they've been they've been dealing with. They solved the mystery of of the theater and destroyed the <laughs> the wall. Yeah. Um, which you know, thank goodness they did. Um, yeah. That's but now, okay, this is kind of all. Let's think of the wall. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind the wall, Boys. because Boys. I want to come back to it when we get to the end yeah. of this episode. I'm sure you do. Yes, <laughs> I want. I want to come back. <laughs> I think you know why. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they inquired um, about this Artanavo, and they also explained the connection of the Treshi family to this this wall, because they were the ones who were contracted to to repair this wall, and then this oh. happened. Um, so there's some funny business going on there. Um, mm. But what Lord Estros also said in regards to the Treshi family is that one of them could potentially be a secret member um, that mm. sits on the Shande Corum, and they're kind of, I guess, like the the council of the city. Yeah, they they run I... they run the show. <laughs> I found it so hard to believe that no one knows who's on... <laughs> this is, sounds like a running joke from Campaign 2 now. Mm. But that no one knows who's on the council. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, get that the it, I, get that it's, I get that it's secretive, and I get mm. that it is meant to be yeah. hidden. But you've got to... And it's probably just maybe Lord Estros doesn't know. But mm. there has to be people that know. Um, yeah. And there has yeah. to be, like, some follow-up with them. There has to be some kind of... What's the word I'm looking for? Like oversight of them i mm-hmm. guess or maybe maybe not maybe they're free of oversight yeah. but i like this idea that yeah one of the trashy guild members could potentially be on the quorum and mm-hmm. be careful <laughs> be careful with what you're saying um to yeah. anyone yeah which is actually kind of awful if you think about it that you can't say it's a little bit it's a little bit totalitarian it's a little bit spooky it is a little bit uh i'm i'm beginning to see the like layers of like corruption and just mm. like tangled mess of things that this this the upper echelons of the city really is. Yeah, uh, it seems like there's a whole lot. Um, <laughs> it's constantly also like growing because every time I'm a, I'm a little bit lost. I'll be honest with like mm-hmm. the quorum and the different spires because mm-hmm. Matt will be like you know the quorum and this full group of spires with mm-hmm. this group and. Like the moon tower, and I I do get a little bit lost in the geography mm. of the city, and mm. also just the different organizations and power structures in the city. Yeah, I can't wait for. <laughs> it sounds like a shill. Can't wait for the guy, the tower. Oh yeah, guy, and we yeah. can get like a city map, and mm. we can get you know a a, a table with the structures of Drusar yeah. because it is a little bit. I, I don't know. I'm just on holiday mode, but I'm just like. Who are these people again? What are they? Yeah, what? <laughs> that's totally fair. That's totally fair. Yeah. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot, and it feels like yeah. we're finally getting into that. That is true. It does feel like we are realm. getting some clarity as we go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's only gonna be gonna be more so because apparently there's a ball, a ball that's coming up. <laughs> oh um, no. <laughs> that I, oh yeah. Um. Hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, all of them can get in. Uh. But oh, I mean, they're all getting in regardless. Like, oh yeah, of course. Right? If only of course. three of them get an invitation, the rest are breaking in. Somehow. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Like they said, they could sneak under like Fern's ball gown if she just wears like a big, uh, you know. It's hilarious. That would that would be perfect. Yeah. Um, but the other big thing is we now have like a timeline on when yes. they're gonna see Oshad. Uh, the next yes. day or two, they just need a little bit of warning, and then the warning was given. So, the next mm. day or two, 
and we're gonna get some more Oshad stuff. It's it's wild how like off track that feels now seeing mm-hmm. Oshad because there's I know. so much new stuff that's going. Because it used to be like Oshad, to see Oshad. <laughs> now it's like, what is all this other it's stuff? Like, we're, we're, worry about? <laughs> remember, remember back in campaign two, like towards the end when we were like, yeah. Forget about the the dragon turtle. Forget about Vokodo. Like this yeah. is the new thing. And then it was like, forget about Lucian. Now we have the yeah. Sound Nova. Like forget about this. Now we have this. Like this entire yeah. episode was just that. Like every new yeah. scene, there was just a new thing to be like. Yeah. Forget about what we were just talking about. Yeah. We need to find Brescia. No, we need to yeah. find Vo. No, we need to find Valio. No, go. Yeah. We need to go. <laughs> yeah. 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 Gurge who? I don't even know who Gurge is anymore. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I didn't <laughs> add him to the list. <laughs> Good lord. Oh. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 super excited because Oshad brushed like that, that. That whole story has been mm, uh, one of the more intriguing things. Links to the Caliph attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The um, Erishari attack, which will be very interesting to see what the fuck is up with that. Yeah. So. God, I, yeah. I just, we need to know more. Um, <laughs> but then... Relaying the name Artana Vo to Estheros, he was able to tell the rest of the party that that she has a sister, um, Preo Preo Medali. Preo Medali, um, who runs the Sittenswill Tavern in one of the spires. One of the spires whose name is escaping me. All I know is the core spire. That's the only one I can really I feel remember. Like maybe one of the the lesser spires because it didn't seem like the most um, high end establishment. No. And honestly, they're probably going to go broke at this point. The amount of times that they're they're spending that silver piece every time they have to go yeah. between the <laughs> between God, the spires. They need a daily they pass. Do. They do. Yeah. But I mean, tech, you know, they do have a lot of gold. So I love as long as gets about the fast pass. <laughs> <laughs> I loved I loved Liam's um, uh, joke about the, like the haunted one background. It's based around yeah. the fast pass. <laughs> That's where her haunting yeah. comes from. I love it. Oh my god. But they were they were also all of them were on fire tonight with with jokes and and all mm. that stuff. And I love cuz th- this there was a lot of there was a lot of improv moments in this episode in particular. I mean there's a lot of improv moments all the time, but I feel like this one it was like every scene had something that was like wasn't went like totally planned and was just like totally out of nowhere. Um Yeah. And it's funny, it's it's amazing, it's hilarious how they can just work off each other and keep building off of it. Um, but then it's also hilarious when they can't, like, think of something fitting for the moment. Like when yeah. um, they were talking about dates. This is skipping ahead a little bit, but they were talking about dates. And Laudna had mentioned how she had a crush on a boy uh, back yeah. when she was alive. <laughs> And then Liam asked for the name, and we were expecting, like, I don't know, some high fantasy name, but instead we got Andy. Whitestone Andy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's just, just, it's it's so just good. the way she said it, too. You can tell her, she's like, if I start saying it, the rest will come, because it's like, yep. Andy. Andy. <laughs> yep. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So it's just hilarious how they can have these really amazing improv moments coming up with just wild things oh. on the spot, and then... It- contrast to it, that Andy. It happened again at the end of the episode. Um, this It's not like a big talking point, but I think it was when they were heading towards the moon tower and they were talking to the guard mm-hmm. and it was like the young guard who was kind of like super disinterested with their yeah. job and like, so do you like working here? Yeah. Did you get off soon? 
Message. <laughs> just yeah. constant barrage of questions. Um, uh-huh. and just giving, the guy was just giving them the answers. Yep. Like, super honest, super short answers. Mm-hmm. Um, you like work with that guy? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I love that. That was that was such a good scene. Because it was. It was. They, they picked up so quickly on how Matt was role playing that character, and they just went with it. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was really fun. Uh, but yeah, you're right. The improv that night was excellent. Mm-hmm. And then Liam doing the classic because he did this. He does. He's done this many times. But I remember in campaign two when they were looking for like a magical shop, Liam will just be like, uh, "Excuse me, grandfather," or something. And <laughs> yeah. this, it was like, "Excuse me, ma'am." Like just pulling these random characters, and then Matt having to just create them. Yeah. But then it's so good because then he he doesn't even just give a basic description. Like he went like full detail the clothes they're wearing, like specific. Uh, details yeah. about them like it's just it's it's so cool it's so cool um yeah. to watch him do that and i know because liam has has said in different like talks machinas and stuff how he does it on purpose because he loves mm. seeing like the characters that matt can just create on the spot yeah um it's, it's, so really it's just cool it's just really cool uh, but refocusing our attention uh to the soot and swill there was a lot yes. that happened in this was in this scene in this place. there was a lot and uh I, I love uh, Preo Madali. I love that character. I love the her personality, the way that Matt was uh, characterized her. Um, and I just, I feel like every episode that goes by, I love Ashton more and more just because of how hilarious he is trying to explain like these different like situations that he's been in involving like bars and being kicked out and people hating him and all that stuff. It's just, it's great. It's great. Yeah. I love everything that Ashton says. Um, but there is there was a whole lot. There was a whole lot that happened in this scene. Uh, because, I mean, they had to they had to ask subtly, or maybe not so subtly, yeah. Preo about her sister, the bounty hunter, the infamous bounty hunter, Artana Vo. Um, mm. And, you know, after some inquiries uh, by FCG, he was able to determine that she, uh, Artana is probably somewhere in the kitchen. Probably yeah. somewhere, somewhere being. Um, but just just the the chaotic nature of this whole scene was just so hilarious because each of them kind of had their their own like roles uh, to play in this one. Mm. You know, we had the distracting table of Fern, Imogen, and Laudna, and we had Chetney doing the early reconnaissance. Um, FCG. FCG being the distraction. Oh my head. god. Because I, I was yeah. thinking, and I, I don't know. Because FCG has a low intelligence. So it could be Sam playing to that, or Sam just forgot. Because when Ashton was like, do the bottle trick, I thought he was going to like drink the, yeah. <laughs> the alcohol and then like yeah. dispense it. Um, so either Sam forgot about that, or he was playing to the the hilarity of the scene and it was just yeah. be like i'm gonna pretend that i don't forget that and i'm just gonna do something something random mm-hmm. yeah um, <laughs> it's just just him balancing a bottle on his head but hey when you get a natural 20 stuff works out I, I, I it works out matt. i loved matt towards the end of that scene being like eh, they've kind of gotten over it at this yeah point. that was it, it lost its it lost its glamour a little bit yeah <laughs> I, it's <laughs> I think, I think even Sam was like, it's just moving back and forth, guys. It's not Yeah. <laughs> it's not that interesting of a thing. Um, but that was great. But I think 
I think the true highlight of of this scene. Well, there there was a couple. One of them was when Chenny did his initial exploration, and he was like, "There's a bookcase. There's a bookcase, and there's a <laughs> there's a secret door behind there." Uh, but then the bookcase actually turning out to just being a serving cart. Uh, yeah. It's oh no, where's the bookcase, Chenny? There's yeah, where? massive in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a serving card, Chutney. Oh I love my God, how they're playing so with the size. Um, yeah, <laughs> so much. It's great. Yeah. But I, I, it's funny that they're doing that with Chutney when I mean Orem has been a part of this group since the beginning, and he's also yeah maybe a bit taller, but um, it's just it's so I feel good. Like, yeah, no, I was gonna I was about to I was about to make a Chutney reference, but I was gonna say well, Chutney might have been living around gnomes his whole life. Ah, it's true. So, but, but true, true, true. Well, also true because uh, he grew up in Uthadurn, so yeah, uh, you know, dwarves and stuff. So uh, I guess there's that. <laughs> yeah. Um. But the true, the true hero of this whole oh scene God. is the chef. <sighs> chef pretty, pretty, the ogre. <laughs> I, pretty the ogre. I love so pretty sweet. so much. The tears welling up. Oh, oh my god. What? Oh, it was the, so adorable. The way, the way Matt played up, like the. Yeah. Like, as he's getting the compliment, compliment yeah. just holding in the emotions, yeah. um, and like rushing out of the kitchen. Yeah, so oh, excited. My. It's gorgeous. Oh, it's so, it sweet. so sweet. And just like how. how. like he didn't know how to take the compliment almost. Yeah. Like he was. They're like turning to the turning to the bartender, like looking for advice, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Go for it." Something yeah. like I know that's more towards the date side of it, but mm-hmm. just gorgeous, just a gorgeous character. So sweet. Now, yes. do we think that Pretty is Buddy's child? <laughs> I hope so. You got to think, Buddy having their very first child. No, we don't know if it's very first child, but having a baby boy. What's the first thing they're gonna say to their baby boy? Pretty. It's gonna be you're pretty. Like, yeah. <laughs> makes yeah. sense, right? Yeah. I like it. I like the. I like that theory. <laughs> Me too. I, I'll, I'll subscribe to that. Yeah. I'll subscribe to that theory. Oh, that'll probably be, that'll oh. probably be our tamest theory tonight. <laughs> That'll be yeah. the tamest one. Yeah. Uh, so strap 100%. in, folks. It only goes downhill from here. Um, but yeah, su- such such a beautiful character, and I love how just every everyone melted when when he said his name was pretty. Like that was just it was yeah. so good. It was so good. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Uh, but then you know with with oh yeah go ahead. arranging a date, arranging a date with oh because like. Because, yeah, they're, they're running out of time. Oh, like, my we'll God. Get to the, we'll get to the, the bounty hunter yeah, in a yeah, second, yeah. but they're running out of time and Freeze about to return and just Imogen. Wait. <laughs> you can see, too, like, yeah. like Laura kind of playing into it of, like, is this what I want to say? Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's asking pretty, when does he get off? When and do then, you get off? Do you want to go for a date? Uh, oh. And <laughs> with you, like, any yeah. of us? Anyone like, at the table. I'm just bringing them in, throwing them under the bus. Um, yeah. I swear, if they miss the date with Pretty, ah, uh, that's what I was over. thinking. I am. S- that's that's so got to be the most evil, evil thing. They can't. <laughs> they cannot the miss the date. But it's looking like it, they might. But I it's, certainly hope not. 
oh, I can't deal with the thought of like pretty waiting at the bar. I know. Like, having done his hair a little bit. And it's raining and, too. And it's raining. It's raining. And, and then like the bartender coming up like, it's okay, pretty. Oh no. No. This is our new Caleb dies. <laughs> oh yeah, this is pretty not having a date. <laughs> No, this is bad angst though. This is just sad. This, is, this, yeah. this isn't even angst. angst this is just depression. depression. This is just. <laughs> oh my god. I will. I will actually probably cry. I'm not lying. A change petition. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Take Buddy on his date. Not Buddy. Take Pretty on his date. Oh. Uh, well, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it'll be fine. But. It's looking very not fine right now. Um, <laughs> it is. But yes, so Chetney, Dorian, and Ashton were able to sneak oh. back uh, into the secret the secret chamber um, behind that serving cart that was in the kitchen. Mm. Um, and inside is one of the my favorite characters, favorite NPCs now of, of this campaign, Artana Vo, an absolute Dope. badass of a bounty hunter. Yeah. Um, even just in this small scene, like, you could totally, you know, catch her deal and what she's all about, her skill. Um, yeah, I, I loved, I loved that scene with Artana. Good. Yeah, she, she's really cool. Um, because they just barged straight into they the did. place. They did. They really did. They've, they've got no real, um... They're so entitled. Yeah, <laughs> they've got no real excuse for being there. Um... And then also bringing Dorian, who looks like his brother. I know. And yeah, let's, it up. <laughs> let's bring let's bring Dorian to an infamous bounty hunter who looks like his brother, who has a very massive bounty on his head. Oh yeah, that's. She a, wasn't dropping it either. Was, like that was like. Yeah. She, yeah. She kept prodding at it mm -hmm. to the point where she's like, "Ooh, we should go." Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, we should get probably. Like you see, like you seem business oriented and you seem like chill when like you're paid well but when there's twenty thousand yeah. gold on the line uh we gotta go uh we gotta go yeah. um 100 we're done here uh but we did get some some information from artana we got yes uh who she was hired by um one volley i'm out of the page notes volley detrana volley detrana the business connoisseur of the moon tower in the mirror towers. See, this yeah. is what or I'm Or the mirror about. spires. I can't it's remember like, what it, it's it was. It's kind of like getting a little bit <laughs> too, many, yeah. too many place names. I'm guessing, I'm guessing we're kind of having a similar like high Richter situation kind yeah. of deal. Um, yeah. Maybe. Um, yes, but... it is. Moon Tower within the Mirror Towers to yes. Parle de Trana. I've got yes. this. Th this is a part of the Core Spire. They yes, and it's a part of the Core Spire. It's also where the Shande Quorum is. Now, Shande Quorum run the city. Yes. Yes. That is. Yes. I think that's. Yeah. Are we? Are we right? Are there any other lore experts in the chat that can tell us if we're wrong? Um, I think it's fine. I think that sounds yeah, right. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. But what is what is Gerd's involvement here? Because then, because now, because before we're like, okay, it could be a druid. Yes. could be a druid. Yes. Uh, but Artana, Artana dropped a little, a little hint, a little tips, mm. a little tips and tricks thing. She said, just don't get bit. 
Don't get bit. Don't now, why, get bit. Why would we not want to be bit? What? What reason? What could? What could possibly what? go wrong if a if a beastly man who turns into a wolf-like creature bites you? What could that be linked? Totally, to? totally normal. No, no worries there. Nothing, nothing weird going on there. But you could just see like Travis's reaction as all of this is unfolding. <laughs> Did Travis create Gurge, or was that just like a part of his hook uh, to bring him to the city? You're mm-hmm. looking for a character. You're looking for an NPC because it's easy to think like if Travis made this character, mm-hmm. then he might make him a werewolf. But if this is just something that uh, it's going to be like, hey, Travis, your character Chet needs traveling to Jusar to find this, like, and that's the hook Matt gave him, mm-hmm. then it's more interesting that it's going to be a werewolf character. Yeah. But what if... <laughs> oh? What if Chetney knows this already? Because uh-huh. Chetney described Gurge as, like, a craftsman, as, like, yeah. a as like a master craftsman that he was going to learn from. But we, we haven't seen too much of Gurge being a master craftsman. They've been to the... Oh, I think... No, I think what it was is Gurge knew a master craftsman and Gurge okay. was like the middleman. I think that's okay, what it was. Okay, okay. My bad. Um, okay, still, theory still stands because what yeah. if... What if... Chetney, I forgot his name for a second. Chetney <laughs> is being sent to Gurge as like a master... Well, Gurge isn't the master. What I'm saying is Chetney might be a werewolf as well and is going to learn from Gurge how to become a werewolf. Oh, Interesting. There you go. That's the theory I was trying to get out. Hmm. Could we finally have Werewolf Travis, but in the form This would of be the campaign. Chetney. In Chetney? That would be perfect. That would be absolutely perfect. Because I think, I think someone, maybe it was either Sam or Liam, that was like, perhaps you missed your chance at being a gnome werewolf or something. Travis, mm. Mm, I'll have to go back and look at his reaction. Maybe it was yeah. telling. Because mm. he was kicked out of Uthodurn. Well, yeah. kicked out of... And he had to leave Uthodurn. He's yeah. No, I I'm I'm on the I'm on the werewolf train. I'm... <laughs> they're doing to it. They're doing it to us again. Like yeah. the theory of yeah. someone's a werewolf. The theory. Um, the theory. The theory train is going down. It's going down right now. So bear with us, y'all. Ah, we're getting into the we're getting into the tin foils. We're getting we're putting on yeah. our tin foil hats here now. Well, at this stage, I think it's still pretty founded. Like, we've got yeah. some founded yeah. theories at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wait. For sure. They're going to go off. The rails yeah. are... There's a sign up ahead saying, no track. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. barreling ahead. No track. There's nothing ahead. Um, but then eventually they do they do uh, part part ways uh, with, uh, with Artana. Um, yeah. But Just with the, you know, with the, the weight of... Cyrus being in danger now, uh, potentially mm. being hunted by Artana. Not a not a a good move on Dorian's part, but panicking over no. the pressure and you know revealing stuff. It happens. Yeah. It happens. They're, they're such a recognizable party too. I feel yep. like they've made her job so easy mm-hmm. of like tracking him yep. because they've just got to follow the party and eventually they're going to come into contact with him. Um, yeah. But she did also mention that she's not the only one after the bounty. Mm-hmm. Like she's on an exclusive contract, mm-hmm. so. That's also very concerning. <laughs> yeah, I feel they just have so much. They have so much to worry about. Like I had forgotten about Cyrus's bounty earlier on because again, yeah. it's that whole idea of like there's, just, it's just so much being built we, on each other. We, 
learned this episode where the bounty was from. Um, it, it's the the Treshies. The Treshies, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, because it was their thing that was stolen. Yeah, because there's the initials JH, and I think Ashton is connected with them somehow. I think. He, yeah, he says he knows something potentially about it. He's so, like, cagey. I he, know. I. He's. Oh, I want. I want them to delve deeper into that because at the moment they're still very face level mm -hmm. companions. I guess. Yeah. Um. They're, they're they're working together. They're definitely more, uh, colleagues and co-workers than yeah, they are. Sure. You know. And, yeah, which is fair. That's how a lot of D and D parties start. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's different to I suppose say the Mighty Nine who were companions out of uh, convenience. Mm -hmm. These guys are companions because they work together. Yeah. So I get the whole kind of, you know, work-life balance of not prying into someone's backstory or prying mm -hmm. into someone's uh, motives, but they they might start they might need to start doing that with Ashton because Ashton is real cagey and Ashton either is letting on that they know more than they do or is trying to pretend they know more than they do. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I, I want to see that come to a head eventually. Uh, there's still something, like, with Ashton. I still think there's some kind of memory issue. There's still some kind yeah. of personality issue with their brain being exposed like that. Is that like, even... there's different? gotta be. There's gotta be. Like, yeah. it's, I mean, it's a really okay. cool just design feature, but it's I don't, I don't trust Taliesin to not have specific meaning behind the design features he picks he said something very mm. sus Ooh. this episode that gave me a bit of pause well I, I thought it was sus it was uh correct for like the situation that they were talking about but he says family and peril can make people do stupid things mm. um, yeah so i'm wondering because, I mean, usually Ashton uh, is doesn't really say, like, such insightful things. Then he said, he, yeah. like, said that, and then he said, like, another, like, pretty insightful thing in regards to that. So he like, said hmm. that to Vo, didn't he? He said that to the bounty hunter, because he was suggesting so. that... He was suggesting that that's why Dorian was yeah. acting strangely. Yeah. yeah, family in peril. Which feels like... If she didn't, if she didn't like recognize straight away that Dorian was related, that was kind of like throwing Dorian a little bit under the bus. True. And being like, True. hey, I, I get it. Might have been like Ashton trying to play it a bit cool and a bit suave. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we know that his brother's got a bound in his head, but it kind of felt a bit like, um, hey, if you didn't know already, mm -hmm. <laughs> like his brother's got a bounty on his head. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it, you're right though. It is kind of like a fairly. Um, uh, insightful comment to make. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, it makes you think if there's any kind of uh, backstory to yeah. that comment as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really I, just, I just wrote that down. I said Ashton kind of sus when he said this and then I quoted it. <laughs> <laughs> sus. So that's that's pretty much all, yeah. I, all I had with, um, with that one. Um, yeah. But yeah, so eventually they rejoined the rest of the party and this is when the, the date was... Uh, was established uh, with Pretty. I swear um, to God. I swear to God. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. But speaking of Pretty. Yes. Let's look at some Pretty fan art. Ooh, yay. Starting with uh, a topical piece. Uh, starting with your pick, Alana. Yay. 
as we switch over to our fan art. Let's see. We have this beautiful, pretty, if you will, uh, art done by at Drius Maker on Twitter. Yay. So good. Oh, it's so cute. So good. The tears. Now, there, were, there was a lot of, like, uh, pretty fan art. Oh, yeah, there was. Like, like this this exact framing, almost. But mm -hmm. I just loved this one, because it's just so... The lighting's so beautiful. You just look so happy. I know. <laughs> oh, It's so it's yeah. so precious. It's so pure. If anything bad happens to pretty, I oh, God. will be so upset. I would not be able to handle that. Not in this 2022. This no. is the year of pretty... This is the year of pretty god. Hopefully. You cannot. Uh, but yes, absolutely gorgeous character. Um, and my my pick for fan art, I think I have a weakness, y'all. I have a weakness. Oh. Because my pick for this week is similar to the, my pick for our previous episode. Yeah. But I can't help it. I just love Ashton and FCG uh. so much. Uh, this adorable fan art done by at the Lou Louvre Lord on Aww. on Twitter. Aww. I just they're just so them. Oh it's them. God. They're just so they're <laughs> so cute. So, that's so cute. I know. Uh I but I also just love seen... the um <laughs> Oh you go. I was gonna say I, I, I love the that the tattoos on uh Ashton in this one. Uh the vibrant tattoos. Um but they're they're so good. They're so good. I like the idea of just yeah FCG just enjoy the hug. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just a really simple cool. simple expression. Uh but then FCG being the only one that Ashton would like express uh, Yeah, that's it. Like, that's affection what I towards. Yeah. He's too cool to hug people in public. Yeah. <laughs> Never be, no, that's be a, seen that's really doing cool that. Um, yeah, I just I love their dynamic so much. They're a, yeah. They're cute, a cute duo, and I love them. It's very sweet. Um, but anyways, getting ba getting back on track. Unless, yeah. wait, did you have a thought? No, I was trying to think. There was something in the episode where Ashton said something, and SCG was like, "Like what? Like he? he oh, I'm gonna have to find it now because it's inconsequential to everything we're talking about." <laughs> but I remember there's just a moment where SCG said something. Oh yes, and it was when they were talking about the date. And FCG was like, are you guys going to fuck this guy? And then... <laughs> and, yeah. And Ashton was like, what did you read? Yeah. Yeah, it might have been that. Yeah. That was great. The conversation about their dates and, like, what yeah. they sort of like. Um, oh, good stuff. Oh, really yeah. good stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, okay, so they leave... They leave the yeah. soot and swill and they head to the, mm. the mirror towers of the core spire. Um, this is a, this is a really cool area too, by the way. It reminded me of the um, was it the tri spires in Zadash? Is that what they were called? Yeah. The tri spires yeah. that super, that super kind of rich high area. high class area. Uh, reminded me of that a little bit, especially because it was gated. Get into it. Yeah, gated. Yeah, they couldn't uh, they couldn't get into it. But they were one thing. All right, this is when it begins for me mm. at least. It's when it mm. begins. <laughs> um, there's a lot of talk of Rudis episode we got a little bit of God. rudest look. i can't because <laughs> they, they i remember they were like what what phase is like the moon in or like is the moon up uh, and then then matt was like so there's you know katha's you know waning or, or whatever and then like what about rudest well rudest doesn't really wax or wane it's kind of like 
there in the middle of the sky, and then mm. Matt was like, it's Ruidus's, it's Ruidus's time of year. Yeah, because it appears and disappears. There's times yeah. of the year where it's not visible, mm-hmm. um, which is horrifying. Um, <laughs> so it's Ruidus' time of the year. Yeah. But he talked about how it glows and flashes at times, that people born under under the Ruidus moon are condemned to be cursed. Aww. The, the one the one moon the one moon theory is, is <laughs> growing a lot stronger. Yeah. Why why does it flash and glow like that? What's going on there? Is oh, there something uh, maybe within it? That's they, trying I mean, to get out? It obviously has I mean it, it can't not be. It's been too well set up that there is something fucky with Ruidus. And the fact that the call of the Netherdeep, the new campaign mm-hmm. uh, adventure that they're bringing out, how it features Ruidus as like a feature, great words, a feature <laughs> of that campaign. Um, uh-huh. There has to be something. We've talked about it before about how I kind of don't want the full-on description and explanation of whatever Ruidus is to be in a book. I'd love to see it on the show. Mm-hmm. When does the Call of the Nether Deep come out? Because maybe we might get something good, before then. <laughs> good question. I know. I would imagine this year. Yeah, <laughs> I just searched the Call of the Nether Derp. <laughs> March. It's coming March, in okay. March. So we've got a, we've got a few episodes. I, 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 it's it's too it's too exciting. Um, mm-hmm. the concept of this celestial body that is somehow evil or malaligned and it's mm-hmm. it's affecting them um yeah or it could just be that matt knows how feral we are for the moons <laughs> he keeps bringing it up it could be nothing or it could yep. be a big egg with mr t inside it not mr t the actor mr. yeah the other the other mr t the chain yeah. mr the chain t yeah <laughs> well the mr. chain t, t is that chain. his rap is that is that his rapper name the chain chain, the chain t, t. Chainty, yeah, sure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're right. That's where he, he that's where he records all of his his SoundCloud raps in Ruidus. There's really good uh, a really good yeah. um, uh, sound acoustics. quality acoustics within Ruidus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the word I was fishing for. Um, so yeah, uh, Chainty, premier up and coming <laughs> SoundCloud rapper, uh, coming to you later this campaign. Um, yeah, no, it's great. Um, I gotta get on board with this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm riding this one. I'm riding this theory solo. I am yeah, on my own. I'm on my own. The evil guy is a SoundCloud rapper. Yep. Uh, I, I, I will be the proud, the, the sole owner of this theory. And I will oh I will God. die with the ship. I will go down with the ship. Um, yes, okay, so... They're unable, they're unable to gain access into, yes. I think they need some kind of a letter. And so they scoot their boots right on back over to Lord Asteros, Daddy Asteros, coming and to save the day. Baking. And the baking! The new, the new, uh, the new recipe, the maple, cinnamon, turmeric. Turmeric. <laughs> cookies. Cookies. Uh, a bit of ginger as a well. A bit of ginger, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a health cookie. It's healthy for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Good for the um, good for the throat, as as Lana had said. He, he's great. Lord Estros is great. I you love get him. the real sense that this is someone that hasn't 
Like, he's spoken to one person for maybe, like, the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. It's just such a hermit, such a closed-off nobody, yep. but clearly loves people because yeah. he's been so open and inviting. Um, and just, yeah, M- Matt was killing it with the NPCs. Mm-hmm. Tonight. Like, the way he uh, played up Esteros's like, pride in his baking, mm-hmm. just, like... He's so happy and so excited that people enjoy it. Yeah, I, oh, it was good. Great characterization. I mean, I think I say that every What the Sheet episode. Like, Matt <laughs> killed with the NPCs tonight. I, um, but it's true. He really does. He deserves yeah. all the praise. All the praise that uh, yeah. that he gets. Um, but eventually, yeah, they do get the letter. They do get the letter from Lord Estros and are able to make their way back to the Mirror Towers and gain access into yeah. the Moon Tower. It seemed like there was, so there was four. I'm guessing there's the sun, there's sun tower. There seemed to be like a water tower, a wave tower, maybe? Um, Do we know? I can't remember what the other one was. I can't remember. Uh, Because he described, Matt described like the symbols that were like above like the doorways. Oh, right. Yeah. uh, Probably. But Uh, irrelevant. We're only here for the moon tower. That's all we care about. Yeah. Um, And getting to the bottom of what Vali Detrana wants with Gurge. Um, and upon entering, we met uh, a, n- a new NPC, yet another NPC, this dark, dark elf. I, you know what? I was hoping, fingers crossed, I was hoping this was going to be the new Essek. The new Essek of the campaign. <laughs> That's what Just I was hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> and books! And books and knowledge and stuff. I was like, oh! Oh yeah, fair, fair, fair. Damn. Very cool. Um, but alas, it was not um they were just a little scry but but fern fern oh boy fern fern learned the hard way this episode to not did she did she no learn? she didn't learn she didn't she learn didn't even learn. going blind and being this electrified not that's experience. not yeah this is just an experience enough. but i do love the dynamic of ashen and fern stealing from each other going back yeah. and forth with stealing i love that i hope that that carries on uh, throughout the campaign. It's going to turn out to be like a vestige or something. Yeah. <laughs> like like the, just the theory of yep. the Loxodon god or something. And mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's actually a little, it's a little hammer. It's a little cord hammer, isn't it? It's going to be a vestige of yeah. cord. Oh, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> that's that's probably like what that. it'll be. Um, but every, thing, things started off really sus, really suspicious in this scene. When... Yes. Uh, this individual returned and was explaining how Vali was not was not here. They didn't seem to be around. Or that they couldn't find him. Um, and so already then, like, the, the stage was set for tension and for uncertainty mm. and mystery, because, um, which because was really think, cool. Didn't they, didn't they start by saying, like, Vali's asleep or something? Or Vali's, like, yes. busy? Or, yes. like, they, they led them to believe that they were in the room, mm-hmm. just, un- like, predisposed. And then they came back and said, no, they're not actually here. Um, mm-hmm. which, I mean, to the, to the person's credit, they could have truly believed that they were in the office and then went into the office and seen that, you know, mm-hmm. oh, they're not here because yeah. the bookshelf mm-hmm. was closed. Like the, the yep. hidden passage was closed. They could just like, strange, but okay, I'll go pass mm-hmm. this on to these weirdos. Um, yeah. So I, 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 I want to hope that this person's not in on it. I have no stakes for this NPC, but still <laughs> like, I like the idea that. <laughs> This is not a uh, whole government corruption. This is mm. just like maybe a barley corruption. Um, so interested to see where 
how how deep it goes. But yeah, came back to the party. No, he's not here. He's he's a little busy right now. Yes, because as Kate is saying, I think I think the first line was that he he was like in a meeting or something. Yeah. Um. Mm. But then yeah, eventually, uh, being being rather persistent, um, and really pressing the matter, but that end he's not around he's not yeah. in yeah little sus but they can't the party can't just be satisfied with that coming back mm. tomorrow who wants to come back tomorrow we need to know what's Wait in that now, study <laughs> we need to know um and so chutney going invisible and following this poor this yeah. poor worker into the, into the study. Oh yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm just gonna say, I'm concerned, and it's a little bit of a jump ahead, but we mm -hmm. can come back to it, about they only got into the office because Imogen gave him the letter to put on the guy's desk. Yes. Which we can come back to later, of why uh, that's concerning. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. That is a little concern. I for totally forgot about that. Yeah. Uh-oh. But we have Chetney entering yes. the room. We have, we, so we have Chetney entering the room, uh, being locked within. Yes. Uh, I didn't. I didn't notice the door getting locked behind him. Like I must have yep. like missed that part of the conversation. Where uh -huh, like yeah, uh -huh. he's, of course, of course, the door was going to be locked oh, behind yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. Oh my god. Uh, but then we we have our map. We got our map. Yeah. Uh, from this from this scene. Ocean and Wilds is that mm -hmm. it? Is that the region? Yeah. Yeah. Very. So that was cool. super cool I, map reveal. Like, how does he just have these things? Like was he? Did he? Because he he obviously had the map. Um, yeah. But was he just like? I guess this could be a good time to like introduce the map. He probably just has one like laying out on the. Well, I think it's table. it's got like trade routes on it. Mm -hmm. So. So was um, he plan? Did he plan for them to go into the office? Did he I plan that? I think it's fucking Matt Mercer. He's just prepared for anything. Oh my god. Like he knew they were looking for Gurge, which would probably lead them to Vo, which would probably lead them to Varley. So yeah. I think he just kind of had it there ready because he's like, okay, well they could possibly take this path mm -hmm. and find find Varley this yeah. episode. Um, whether or not he expected them to get as far as where they got is another thing, but True. I think it's reasonable to assume they might have made it to the office. Um, yeah. Knowing them. <laughs> No, we True. Matt, Matt knows his players better yeah. than better than all of us. Um, but there's a lot of money in this room. There's a lot of money, yeah. And we also had Chetney furthering the werewolf theory. Say, like, do I hear or do I smell or hear anything in this room? Yeah. Why would he be smelling? Like, I'm just saying. Oh like, yeah. Werewolves have advantage on that sort of shit. So uh -huh. like, I'm just adding that to the little pile. Like, just a little mm. bit on top of the pile of. Like, why would he be just suddenly, you know, interested in smelling and, like, yeah. seeing if he can sense anything? Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Uh -huh. I'm just, you know, it's just out there. I think maybe. Not not to, because I want to agree with your no, no, theory it's just as well. Out there. It's but just not out not to dis dispute it, but it could be because Gurge has been talked about having, like, a very bad B.O. <laughs> maybe that's... It could be. Very but true. no, no, he's using, he's using his wolf senses. 100%. To, yes. Yeah, he's using his yes. werewolf senses. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Totally agree. It's fine. Um, but that first, that first chest had like a hundred platinum, which I think is a thousand uh, gold, which is a yeah. lot. That's a lot of gold. Yeah. Nothing to scoff at. Uh, and who knows how much that other heavy velvet sack had. Uh, mm. I can only oh, imagine well, yeah, just he, as much. 
he described the velvet sack, but I didn't get the sense that there was coin in there. I got the sense that maybe it might have been an object or an item in there. Could be. Yeah, could be. Exciting, because, um, you know, objects, items, yay. Yeah. Could be either. But unfortunately, we didn't uh, We didn't get to know, because we had, uh, there was another another hidden staircase. It seemed to be the theme, theme of this episode. Mm. Hidden doorways and hidden hidden doors behind bookcases. Yes. Yeah. But this time it was it was actually a bookcase. This time it was not a serving tray. It was not anything like that. It was in fact acting uh, a hidden door. I love me. I love me a little mechanism hidden bookshelf oh, yeah. thing. Like that's just so classic kind of mm -hmm. mystery. Uh, I, I feel like I feel like watching like Scooby Doo. Yeah, it's very Scooby Doo. Like, yeah, <laughs> whenever there's like a hidden door or anything. It's like great. That. Um, but now and it's. Oh, I think that's the. That's the then the predicament you have as a D&D player of, yeah. like, you know it's a bad idea to go into this alone. Like, it makes so much sense that it's a bad idea. But he, he played it really well of, well, he, Chetney's here for a reason. Chetney's here yeah. to find good. Mm -hmm. Chetney's here now. There's no reason why he wouldn't, like, yeah. try. But you got to think, like... And, I mean, Travis is... He said before, he's like a, you know, explore every room type... Yeah player so it makes sense it's a perfect storm for of course he's gonna go yeah true himself. like but probably a bad idea not denying it but still gonna do it anyway mm. and he did and it did and it led to oh boy oh boy <laughs> just so out of left field of oh boy, like oh boy, oh boy. was not expecting this <laughs> like, but first what set the stage for what the heck are they involved in is the the shorthand notes that were in like the the trade ledger yes talks of, yes, of the nightmare king <laughs> huh requested <laughs> by the nightmare king bring alive who the hell is the nightmare king what the fuck <laughs> that was like the initial thought who is the nightmare king but keep nightmare in your mind keep that in your mind because yeah, always. then, the Chetney hearing a conversation between Vali, I'm assuming it's Vali, and Vali. a compatriot with an interesting name that we have heard before. We have, yes. Ira, or Ira. Ira, Ira, yeah. Uh, uh, would you like to tell the folks at home, uh, Alana, where we've heard this name before? Oh, just a little place called the Somnovum. <laughs> yep. Yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a lot. But okay, but okay. Yeah. If if that wasn't what was setting the stage for me was the name The Nightmare King. Yes. Now I don't think that that's Ira. It could be Ira, but it seemed like they were talking about like a patron. Like there was there's someone else. But Ira does seem to be beast like or not humanoid in nature because Valley called it a freak. It mentioned wanting yeah. like a sacrifice or something. And Matt was doing the creepy voice. Let's and, and Matt was doing the creepy voice. But okay, so we have here are the three things that that make my lore sirens go pew pew pew. Nightmare King, the Not name King. Ira, yeah, and accompanying that the creepy nature of their voice and the freak and wanting sacrifices. Yeah. And 
The beautiful pattern. Patterns, yes. The beautiful <laughs> pattern. Are you kidding? I... Look. I... I don't know. I... What is happening? I... I want... I... I don't know what I want, Nika. I don't know. I don't what know is what happening I here? Like, I, I messaged you. I messaged you after the episode was over. Yeah. I was like, it's Rudis' time. They're doing the Somnovum. We're back, baby. We're back. I... It's... It's... It's a lot. It's a lot, okay? So... <laughs> I can't... <laughs> I can't imagine it's the same Ira... But it's mm -hmm. it's too it's too big a name choice. For, I know. Yeah. For, for and he specifically said it. Yeah. Like he didn't have to name drop them. Exactly. But he it did. Was like one of those one of those weird conversations. Like, and that's why I said that to you, Nico. Like, it's, yeah. you don't drop the name at the end of a sentence unless you're trying to tell people the name. Yeah. Like, it's. I mean. What the heck? Oh God. Because so anyway, <laughs> we. I want to go through the transcript. I want to yes, go through yes, 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 what yes, was yes. said because yes. it's it, it is interesting. So Varley started with, "Our patron is pushing for legislation in the coming weeks. Yes. So whatever you plot, it must be quickened." So their patron sounds like someone on the quorum. Quorum, yes. right? Mm -hmm. So it sounds like probably a regular humanoid live person. Maybe we I'm guessing know. it'll probably be the the treshy. Person. Yeah, it's kind of pointing towards like the Trish being everything. the dodgy house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Iris says, Your dulled mind fails to grasp the beautiful pattern I've already constructed across the city. Mm -hmm. So now, that to me could be like, um, you know, like setting things up around the city. Not so much like. I mean, my first thought, unfortunately, was like a tra giant transmutation circle, like in Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, uh, yeah. But, but I kind of think it's like more things have happened. I've, I've set up these scenarios around the city, which makes me think of, you know, animated furniture. It makes mm -hmm. me think of mimic wars. It makes me think of ghost sightings. Uh, I, I'm not sure how they might have been controlled with the werewolf, but it makes me think of things like, you know, creepy simulacrum dwarf yeah. ublex things. Yeah. All these things also, to some extent, feel like nightmare scenarios. Like, and bringing it back to the wall, the the the, the mimic wall. The Treshies yeah. were the ones who were contacted to do that. We got Era the Somnova. Like the vibes that this wall was giving me was very Cognosa. That's just me. Uh, so it all it all comes together. I mean, they're put they Joe like. I'll just say, like, Joe Harty and Chad, just the way they phrased uh, Nightmare King equals Big Bag Evil of the last campaign. That's a good point. The Sunnoven were all about getting in your dreams. Yeah. And, like, mm -hmm. what if it is, like, oh, it could be. It could be, like, a remnant of the Sunnoven. It could be yeah. a remnant of of this this dream, dream-esque psychic. What What did they do with the book? What did we, they do with that Sunnoven book? I thought it was destroyed, maybe. Was it? Because the, the only... Because people are saying that Ira was specifically killed. So if that is the case, what if this book wasn't destroyed and all of these years later, this person stumbled upon it and read it and now thinks that they are Ira or something? 
like one of the somnovum um, oh that's kind of cool yeah it's like a it's like a copycat kind of yeah thing. yeah um i'm trying to find out what happened to the book uh oh did did they send it to another room did they give it to yusa get rid of maybe or allura maybe can't uh was it no that's her last <laughs> i'm just gonna quickly check out the era page on the roll wiki <laughs> yes and i went back i went because i was like i wonder if this Here is the same voice eye. yeah i was like i wonder yeah. if matt used the same voice in campaign two for this one i went back and nowhere close um still creepy but the era from campaign two had a much more like angry sinister like rage-filled voice angry. yeah um, what if they're like what if it's like uh kind of in the sense that you have the the cult of vecna mm -hmm. um what if this is like a cult of the subnovum and yeah. like it could just be like a really powerful mage or something that mm -hmm. is the that they take on the names of like mm -hmm. the somnovum um because i feel i feel like they were destroyed they're pretty adequately yeah. destroyed mm -hmm. i feel like it would be a bit of a, a slap in the face of the mighty nine if the mm -hmm. somnovum were completely destroyed yeah um i agree and the nightmare king could just be oh god i don't even know like it could be mm -hmm. like a power like ugh, i don't want to say lich because lich seems obvious mm -hmm. but Calling someone the Nightmare King, that implies some sense of, um, I don't know, whenever I hear King, I get some sense of, like, you know, uh, boastfulness or pride, like, the, yeah. in the negative aspect of mm -hmm. pride. Like, they're calling themselves a king. Mm -hmm. um, it's not just like, oh, the Nightmare. It's the yeah. Nightmare King. Mm -hmm. It's It reminds me a little bit of the, um, it's in the comics at the moment, but the, the ice... The ice lich was it the the lich that they fought in Vo the Vox Machina for like really early in their campaign before mm. before the show started. I can't remember his name either, but it, it just makes me think of like a powerful creature that is you know intelligent and humanoid potentially. Um, oh, what? But because no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talking go about all on. this I'll stuff, like we also have Delilah. To worry about still delilah slash maybe vecna oh, yeah like, there's still all of that there's still imogen's dream that she had of like an apocalypse it's there's a lot there's a <laughs> lot happening and oshad and the attack on zephra there's a <laughs> ah! there's so you much know, to be afraid of it's that's it too yeah it's like things are going pretty chill until this came up yeah um yeah, 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 yeah. Is Night making? Ooh, I like that. Dice and dishes, you get us. Night making is a servant of the chained oblivion. Oh. Pretty good. Cause you got to think like the chained oblivion is all about madness and yeah. you know, and sowing discontent. It's pretty nightmarish. Yeah. Um, mm. like what that. was the name of Liam's uh, character from that one shot from Sam's one shot that was a cleric of the chained oblivion? I can't remember her name. Oh. I would love for her to come back at some point. Oh, I can't remember. It wasn't Lilith, was it? That seems like too too obvious. That would be cool though. I'd love to see yeah, I'd love to see like clerics of the chained oblivion. Buddy? Oh yeah. 
Jane. That's it, Jane. Jane. Ah, okay. Thank you, Kenneth. Yeah, Buddy was the was the cleric to the the chain of. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's 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 uh, uh what is it? It's Darth Jar Jar Binks. Oh, yeah, it's the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! That's amazing. Um, yeah, no, uh, it's. I mean, it could be anything. So I'm trying to like, I'm trying to filter my theories because I feel like we've only gotten a name, and we could mm-hmm. suggest literally anything for yep. who the Nightmare King might be. But I like the idea that it is something to do with dismantling the city to some extent, or mm-hmm. um, taking control of the city to some extent. Yeah. Because Ira suggesting that they've laid out patterns. I think it could be this idea that all the strange shit that's been happening has been planned and it has been you know uh, put in place and now they've got a werewolf supposedly uh in their control who knows what might happen next with that it's almost like it's almost like fairy tale nightmares a bit as well like i'm getting this kind of real sandman-esque uh like nightmare like has anything been mentioned this campaign about you know people struggling to sleep or just being like I'm trying to think. I can't think of any. I don't think I so. went straight to like the the Wild Mount Guide and looked at all the gods and <laughs> all the greater beings to see oh. if anything kind of matched. Mm. Um, nothing really does. Mm. Maybe like Ceratos is kind of close. Um, Sarah, I just lost it. I just lost it. There we go. Oh, no. Ceratos is like a being that slipped from the Far Realm into Exandria from the Founding. Ceratos is one of the oldest... Sorry, spoilers for the Wildmount Guide. Oh, yeah. If you guys are playing a campaign with Ceratos or anything, just a heads up. Uh, Ceratos is one of the oldest creatures in the world, a single creature of many minds. Uh, Ceratos reveled in chaos. It kind of like... Ceratos mm-hmm. retreated underground, their minds unraveling as they entered a nightmarish slumber. The digging of the Crawling King worked Ceratos a long time ago. And their minds are all scattered, and they're trying to come back together. Um... Ceratos tells their followers that chaos brings clarity and destruction begets rebirth. Hmm. Is, is that kind of the closest thing I can That's, think that of? Sounds pretty, sounds pretty close. Probably the closest again, one. it could be just something yeah. completely off or like different mm-hmm. or new. But oh is, my god, yeah. It is quite sinister. Sinister, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Does not but, sound good. I mean... Anyone named the Nightmare King, you know, that, that's yeah, got to be some, uh... It doesn't sound like they're your friend. <laughs> no. No. Can't. But uh, it's... Can't say that. I'm excited, though, for this link of it seemingly being connected with someone in power in the city mm-hmm. and that this is some kind of disruption attempt. Yeah. Um, Love me a good conspiracy. I, I, yeah, I, I like how it is little bit aspects of the kind of the political intrigue from the second campaign, but the high fantasy elements of, mm-hmm. like... You know, we're mashing it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited for that, but uh, it, we don't know enough yet. We don't have enough. Uh, I intel. know. Like, we're so close. We're so, like, there's so much that's happening. And I, I feel like they're just going to run straight back to Lord Estros and be like, Have you heard of the Nightmare King? Like, yeah, yep. They're going straight. That, that's probably where they're going. They're going straight back. But then, they, but they still can't, they can't miss the date. They can't, they can't miss, miss the, the date. date with pretty. I swear to God. They can't. I swear to God if they miss the date. I, I'll be so sad. I'll be so sad. Um, um, but... I did have that little bit then at the end. Yes. Yes. The uh, the in- intense escape 
of uh, Vali swinging the sword around the room trying to find whoever had broken in. That was super intense. I wonder if Matt was going to like kind of um because he was he was doing it quite slowly yeah. and I feel like there might have been a chance that he wasn't going to find uh-huh. uh, him. I think it was going to be like maybe he, he lunges and it just misses your hat and then he yeah. grunts and opens the door to leave or something. That's what I was, like, that's what I was thinking was going to happen too. Yeah, um, but <laughs> Chetney being Chetney was just like, no, nah, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which is even better. Perfect. Though, it's way Absolutely more, it's perfect. Way more interesting and exciting. Crashing uh, through the window. My God. I was terrified because, like, they hadn't really spoken about, like, where they were in the tower, but all I could think of was this is a tower. They could be, like, oh, yeah. So when he's like, I crashed through the window, I was like, what if he like dies? Yeah, please don't be like <laughs> six stories up. Oh god. Oh my god. No, yeah, that, it was, that was bad. Jenga. It was a very vax move. It's a very <laughs> rogue move. I mean, actually, yeah, because not did this as well during the the um the heist in the house. It just dives mm-hmm. through the windows. Yeah. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Don't want to get caught. It's um, a rogue thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh. But, I mean, they were able to, he was able to escape, for the most yeah. part. Uh, but, but now, what that, the that, heck did they that need? That letter. But the letter, that's, uh, that's going to cause some problems. Because mm-hmm. now Vali has a name, a potential mm. lead for someone to go after. And it's tied Lord to Lord Estros, too, so. Yeah, this is going to get Lord Estros killed? I hope not. But now I'm thinking about it. It's going to be like... Lord Estros killed in mysterious werewolf attack. Yeah. Like, oh no, low, something, something bad's gonna happen. Oh, <laughs> that's not good. But I'm so excited for it. But I'm so, I'm so excited for the angst for the. I love like now, like now it feels like we're in it. We're in yeah, it. Yeah, this because it's jumped up a level. It's gone yeah. from like it's gone from um side you quests know, uh, m- m- yeah meet with meet with these uh i don't know what do you call the corsairs meet with the corsairs mm-hmm. or you know investigate these disappearances um to now it's like oh there is something fucky happening yep. here in this city mm-hmm. this is way beyond our pay grade but we're gonna go for it anyway like because yep. yep. yeah i don't see them going and reporting this to Astros and be like great off we go <laughs> like this yeah. is very much I mean, it's it's the case of Dean Dean. It's the case of the actors, but also the characters. The characters themselves seem like the type that would be like, okay, this is bad. We should probably try and do something to help. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas you can make a case for a lot of Dean Dean characters where it's like, I'm not doing this. Like, this is not my job. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're gonna they're gonna have to deal with it. There's, there's, there's something to happen. Something something's coming from this. And there's a ball coming. And a up. ball. That'll be that'll be the nice break from all of the. The chaos yeah. and the angst. That'll be yeah. our, our, our moment. But even then, probably not. Probably not. I mean, think about... Oh, no, I was going to say, what if the attack on Brescia is like a part of the plan as well? Like, you know, mysterious attack of mm-hmm. invisible assailant. Like, that's all kind of nightmare scenarios. I'm, I'm trying to think of now other things we've heard from the city of what could potentially be linked to this greater plan of shit happening. Because there's been no expl- explanation for any of it. There's, like, the floating furniture. Pfft. 
just happened. The mimic war just happened. It has to be connected. Where's my cork board? I need string. <laughs> I need to tie it all together, but no, I agree. I agree. Because at first we were like, I feel like there's so many just random things that were that were that were that are being told to us, like through lore and stuff. Like are they just all isolated bits and pieces? But now it's starting to seem like these pieces are coming and fitting together into this, yeah. this massive puzzle and I'm I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm very um, I'm very keen. But do we have any other thoughts, feelings, or emotions, concerns about yeah. uh, about this episode? Oh, I mean, the number one concern, though, let's be real, mm -hmm. the most concerning matter yes, we face, hundred percent, is the is the date with Pretty. I could not agree more. It, 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 it needs to happen still. I will. No rain checking. Think, like, I don't care how much I love the party and like yep. how much they grow and yep. how much. You know, mm -hmm. they become fan favorites and, yep. you know, they save the world. Mm -hmm. That's great. I can love them for all that, but I will yep. never forgive them. Never. <laughs> never forgive them. Never. It'll be this darkness that hangs over the party forever if they miss this date with Pretty. Yep. 100% agree. It needs they to can't do this to him. <laughs> they, they simply can't. He cannot. doesn't deserve this. <laughs> no. Uh, but I'm excited to learn more about this beautiful pattern and what era is all... It's all yes. about who their patron is. Oh my god. Nightmare King. Oh boy. But we only have we only have a couple more two more episodes, two I think. Episodes? Um and then a of off. this month and a week off. Because then we got Legends of Vox Machina oh at the end of this god. month coming up real soon. So is that real that's soon. gonna be the week off, isn't that's it? That's that comes out. Three weeks from today, I think. So yeah, so we're gonna have two episodes, and then the week that they're off is the week that Vox Machina. The week of Legend Vox Machina. Oh my god! It's almost that's really here. Exciting. Almost here. Uh, although, now here's the thing: that's is that when it comes out on Amazon Prime? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Are they still doing the early re early release for backers? Oh. I. I, I don't know. I'm not a, I wasn't a backer, so. <laughs> so. I, I don't. I don't know. I've got to wait for the Amazon Prime release. <laughs> same, same, but I can't. Oh, okay, cool. I cannot. I feel like I feel like that if that's the date they're advertising, that's the day it comes out on Amazon Prime. Yes, yes. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. We'll have to have yeah. a chat about it. Definitely. De oh, I know. It's gonna be great. I think there's gonna be a join the Discord server if you're not already in there, uh, because we're gonna be doing a, a watch party. And stuff. Yes. Uh, there's a link to the Discord server in the description below. Uh, you can just you know, click on that that sucker. Um, but yeah, I guess if that's all we have for this episode, we can go ahead. It could be a lot more, but I think we should rate it. Oh, in. I know. There's, listen, there is Dune is still connected in here. Brutus is his prison. SoundCloud rapper, Chain T. <laughs> I blocked that out immediately. <laughs> and turning off my ears. Um, but yeah. Thank you all so much, as always, for joining us for this uh, crazy discussion. We are finally getting into, getting into the meat of this campaign. All of these different story threads are starting to come together, and I am just so excited because each of them are so interesting. Um, yeah, it's great. Nah, it's Did good. You know? I think I think I said like at the end of the last episode that as much as I was enjoying it, I was really waiting for this kind of yeah. like the the consolidating arc, mm -hmm. like a big thing to bring them together, and the idea now that the little things they've been doing might be related to this yeah. now big 
we don't know how big, but it yeah. it sounds kind of big. Yeah. Um, threat that is mm-hmm. facing the city. I am hundred percent in. I am like, let's go, let's figure this out. Uh, 100%. I'm super excited for next week. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so. I don't know how they're gonna get out of this situation. Yeah. Uh, so be sure to tune in next week when we uh, when we discuss the episode. Um, yeah. But as always, thank you all so much for for coming out and and watching, chit chat, and showing your support here on on YouTube and whoever's going to be watching this when it gets uploaded or on Spotify, Anchor, or wherever else this podcast may find itself. Uh, you can also support us by following us on Twitter at What the Sheep Pod yes. on Twitter, where we post updates on when we're going live and a bunch of other stuff. So be sure to shoot us a follow there for um, What the Sheep Podcast updates. Um, mm-hmm. We appreciate you guys. Um, hope everyone's having a good 2020 so far, or t- yeah. 2022 so far. Oh, oh boy, 2020. God. Oh, oh God, we're back. We're back. Oh no. 2020 never ended. Um, oh my God. <laughs> I hope everyone's been been resting up, staying safe, uh, staying healthy um, during these times. Uh, we appreciate you all. Um, and so you know what? Let's make 2022 the year of spreading the love. So spread that love to everyone you meet, to everyone you see. But never forget the most important part loving yourself never forget to love yourself so make sure you're taking care of yourself eat some food drink some water get plenty of rest you deserve it and i'm proud of you and happy that you're here with us and so with all of that being said i hope you all have an absolutely fantastic rest of your morning day evening wherever you may be on this glorious earth and we'll see you all very soon bye everyone bye